Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. I am Rayan Walters, and this is Uncover Politics. It is my pleasure to have your company. You can now join the program on any platform of your choice at Uncover Politics on anchor.fm slash rayan-walters. Uncover Politics on YouTube, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Pocket Cast, Overcast, Podcast Edit, on Twitter at Walters Rayon, Instagram at Rayon.Walters, and on Facebook at Rayon Walters. Wherever in the world you are tuning from, I am delighted to have your company. Please also remember to like, subscribe, and share your feedbacks. This podcast is committed to providing you with a new experience, better understanding, and a microscopic view of politics in every sense imaginable. We are going to be discussing the political upheavals, tensions, success and their failures, and their everyday impacts on our lives from Europe, North, Central and South America, Asia, Africa and the Caribbean in just 10 minutes or less. Listeners, we continue today on the brutal assassination of the Haitian president, Jovenel Moïse, yesterday in what was a pre-dawn assassination attack that was carried out at his residence in Port-au-Prince, Haiti. Recent reports have indicated that the authorities have intercepted Four suspects in the assassination have been killed and two have been arrested. Four people suspected of being involved in the assassination of President Jovenel Moist of Haiti were killed by the police in a gun battle and two others were arrested. Haiti's police chief said late Wednesday, the chief Leon Charles also said that Three police officers who had been held hostage were freed. The police are engaged in a battle with the assailants, he said at a news conference, noting that the authorities were still in pursuit of some suspects. We are pursuing them so that in a gunfight they meet their fate or in gunfight they die or we apprehend them. The French-speaking Caribbean island, since its independence in 1803, has really not planted its foot firmly in any form of economical, social, political stability. And as a student of Caribbean history in high school, the Haitian Revolution was a major part of my study, a part that I fell in love with after learning that the word Haiti means mountainous and that it's part, the western part of Hispaniola and the eastern being that of Dominican Republic. And just a backdrop so we could put things into context as to why what happened yesterday happened. Two months after his death, 
or the death of Napoleon Bonaparte's colonial forces, Jean-Jacques Dessalines proclaimed the independence of Saint-Domingue, renaming it Haiti after its colonial Arawak name. In 1791, listeners, a slave revolt erupted on the French colony, and Toussaint Louverture, a former slave, took control of the rebels. Gifted with natural military genius, Toussaint organized an effective guerrilla war against the island's colonial population. He found able generals in two other farm, former slaves, Dessalines and, Hen and Henry Christophe, and in 1795, he made peace with revolutionary France following its abolition of slavery. Toussaint became governor-general of the colony and in 1801 conquered the Spanish portion of Ireland, freeing the slaves there. In January 1802, an invasion force ordered by Napoleon landed on Saint-Domingue and after several months of furious fighting, Toussaint agreed to, cease to a ceasefire. He retired to his plantation, but in 1803 was arrested and taken to a dungeon in the French Alps, where he was tortured and died in April. Soon after Toussaint's arrest, Napoleon announced his intention to reintroduce slavery in Haiti, and Jean-Jacques Dessalines led a new revolt against French rule. With the aid of the British, the rebels scored a major victory against the French force there, and on November 9, 1803, colonial authorities surrendered. In 1804, General Dessalines assumed dictatorial power, and Haiti became the second independent nation in the Americas. Later that year, Dessalines proclaimed himself Emperor Jacques I. He was killed, putting down a revolt two years later. We have to realize that the colonial oppression that Haiti suffered from the French, as is the case in many other Caribbean countries who were either colonialized by British imperialism or Spanish imperialism. Haiti was among the first nations in the Americas to proclaim its independence in 1803. Long before slavery was even abolished by the British in 1834, Haiti was already an independent state. It is clear that based on the history that I gave, that some of these major players who were Notably in the Haitian Revolution, Napoleon Bonaparte, Jean-Jacques Dessalines, Toussaint Louverture, Henry Christophe, Henri Christophe, Haiti was marred. And the truth is, the nation, 200 plus years later, have not fully recovered from the staunch. That is has suffered from its colonial leadership, our rulers, our imperialism. 
And throughout the history of Haiti, many of his leaders somehow seem to assume a presidential dictatorship approach to governance. The poorest country in the Western Hemisphere, with the average citizen living on less than two US dollars a day. And that's about 60% of the Haitian population live on less than two US dollars a day. And if you want to convert that to Jamaican currency, that is 60% of Haiti's population live on less than $300 a day. That can't even buy a small lunch in Jamaica. The destructive element that was brought upon Haiti by colonialism, the country has not recovered. And one of the things that there are many people who might fought are they might have a very strong opposition towards the price that these European countries must pay for the damage that they have done. Reparation. France must go back to the scene of its crime. Not just to be a witness of the legacy of atrocity that it has left upon this Caribbean nation. But even 200 years after it has gained independence or assumed independence from French imperialism, Haiti is among the poorest countries in the world and by extension, the poorest country in the Western Hemisphere. We should recall former U.S. President in a statement while he was in office, Donald Trump, referred to Haiti using a particular word that did not sit comfortable with most decent and well-thinking persons. And for the Haitian to have lost their president in such a blatant pre-dawn assassination attack that went absolutely as planned. This is just another dark chapter in the life of this Caribbean island that has plagued with political instability, economic depression, moral degradation, and a retiredness of upward mobility. Haiti, without any doubt, is a failed state. And any country, any civilized democracy can have hoodlums carry out such an heinous attack. It is not just an attack that kills the president, but in itself is an attack against the state. And in the days, weeks, months, and even years to come, the people of Haiti and the country will have to dig themselves out of a deep trench. Now is the time, CARICOM, the Organization of American States, 
the United Nations, and the United States must put hand in gloves and work with a high degree of diplomatic efficiency in bringing some form of reprieve to the people of Haiti. A dark cloud has canvassed the nation and it will not be rolled away by just the sudden mist of a sunlight. While we believe that there is a blessing in disguise, and yes, there is a ray of hope, and yes, there is a silver line, is that too little too late for the people of Haiti? The ruins of colonialism has left an almost irreparable damage to this island nation. They have suffered not just political unrest, economic instability, but they have suffered immensely from natural disasters. Don't forget that earthquake in 2010. They are still not recovered. They are suffering greatly from the coronavirus pandemic. And now they have lost their president, who by far had the support of the Western Hemisphere. We wished his wife, who is still seemed to be battling for life, his family, and the people of Haiti, those in Haiti, and the diaspora. Godspeed. Thank you for listening. And those are my thoughts.